Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to part two of the Scobro Show. This is behind the steel curtain editor Dave Schofield, and with me, as always, is my big brother Rich. Rich, how's it going? You did it. It's, <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah, but it's like I can't take that deep breath again. You know, it, it, it was, it was good, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't beating the Ravens worthy of the double breathing in. Yeah, I know what you mean. But honestly, if you look, if you look at it, out of of all the teams the Steelers have faced this season, uh, maybe I should even say all the teams that the Steelers have defeated this season. I there mean, I'm go. not. I don't know if that's the best way to say it. Who has the best record? Tennessee. Yeah, they're nine and five. I mean, who has the best record right now? Um, cause even if you look at the NFC, you're, you're talking about, I mean, they did not beat green Bay and then the other teams that they beat, um, aren't up there. So, so this is the, if you look at it, you would think it would have been Buffalo the way the season was going to be, but that's not how it is right now. You know, Tennessee's got one more win than Buffalo. So right. where they stand right now, and as we, and, and as we brought up. And as we've brought up, if the Steelers do not win that game and Tennessee wins, Tennessee would have been the current number one seed in the AFC. Because they have the tiebreaker because they beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. So, now that was a while ago before Kansas City got rolling. Now, we're going to talk about Kansas City's situation. I'm afraid that some people are like, oh, no, what, you know, I teased something at the end of last section about help might be on the way. So, I better clarify because I know some people are like, oh, the defensive line, maybe if they're going to. No, it's on offense. Okay. And that is whatever we know might have been a little bit of help. Last week, JC Hasnauer started his 21 day window to come back from from the reserve injured list. Uh, he was not activated for the game, um, but he's going to continue to work his way back. They got another one. Coach Tomlin said it today. He he kind of referred to it, and then he was asked straight up, and he answered it straight up. Kevin Dotson's window is starting tomorrow. He is, he is going back to practice tomorrow. Would it be great to get Kevin Dotson back for this week? Yes, it would. Yes, it would. If they, if they don't, and they don't get Kevin Dotson back to the following week, that's still really good. Because yeah. the the Steelers' run game did not start the season well. It was getting better. If you want to look at when the Steelers' running game has, has struggled, look at when Kevin Dotson went out of the lineup. Um, they uh, Jeffrey Benedict, you know, he's our film guru guy. He's he's constantly feeding me film stuff. I'm constantly feeding him stat stuff. We do our Steelers Vertex article. Got one coming out tomorrow about Joe Hayden. Um, but that. I just realized there was something else I said we were going to talk about. I haven't talked about yet. So I got to get to that. Yes. <laughs> so um, I'm wondering about that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, about another article that I wrote that um, now, now what are we talking about? Oh, the film and Kevin Dotson. He's like Matt Canada's offense works so much better when you can run the ball at the middle and the Steelers have only been able to run the ball at the middle when Kevin Dotson's on the field. So, that that that's if he can get back out there. Now the problem is, does he get back out there at hundred percent? You know, because you just you just don't know. You know, right? If when if that can happen, okay. Um, Leglue started again at, at at guard. He had a really high pass blocking score. 
Not a very good run blocking yep. score. That's the difference between LeGlue and Dotson. It's not that LeGlue hasn't done an honorable job filling in. And I still say he did better when he had to come off the bench when he didn't know he was starting. Because yeah. you don't you don't have to sit around and think about it. Um, but I think he played better this week than he did the week before. And but still not as good as he did in his first timeout. But he did better pass blocking. Kevin Dotson is going to be that guy that actually I think he makes Kevin Green better better on his right side, and I think he makes uh, Dan Moore better on his left side. I, I think he makes the other guys around him better too. Yeah. Um, so that would be big if they could get him that there at, um, for for a stretch run. I know that would help uh, Najee Harris some. I know people asked before what happened to Najee. He didn't really have – one time we saw a hole open up where we were sitting. Yep. And they they showed our angle then on the scoreboard. I don't know if uh, on TV. And you could see that he had the hole. And when he went through, he went to the right. He started through, but you could you saw the daylight. There was we had the perfect angle for it. We there did. was nobody um for about probably two yards wide. And he didn't go that way. And if he'd have um, gone that way, he'd have gotten at least five. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy that made this that stuck him probably still mm-hmm. could have gotten a hold of him. And taking him down, but he would have been doing it down around his legs, and Najee would have been a couple more steps and falling forward, yeah. and we'd have been he'd have had another five, six, seven yards probably. I will also tell you this: the offense struggled. Najee Harris he 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 was in the bottom five of the Steelers' offensive PFF grades. But I will tell you this: if he's going to have a game where where that's his output, and he didn't. Didn't look to. I mean, he was on Jeff Harbin's losers list. I'm glad he did it in the W. Yeah. Once again, it all comes back to the W. All comes back to the W. Rough game. Great. Play better next time to help get a W on the next game. The guys had you covered enough to get the W this week. So um, the one thing I referenced in the first half, I said, oh, we'll get to this. The Steelers had four takeaways. Their, their worst starting field position was the Tennessee 41. And on and they moved in a field goal range on that one. That was the first. That was the first takeaway, and and they did it on on a, on a strange play, on a play. I have to admit now. I'll say it here. I didn't say it in my article. I lost the ball. I even said, "I'm like, where'd it go?" I completely lost it during watching the play from where we were sitting. And I mean, I I, I did not. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason I did not. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't like what I was seeing, you know, because that was at the far end of the field from us. Mm-hmm. I watched the play on the jumbotron. <laughs> I admit it. That's that's. I hey, watched I do that, that play on too. the jump. I watched that play on the jumbotron as it started to take place, and I knew where I knew where the ball ended up. So, well, and the thing is, <clears throat> where my seats are, you can see the field of play and the jumbotron at the same time. It's yes. it's not like you're turning your head and looking away, you know. It's 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 great. It's great stuff. I I I still love the end zone view. I call it the all twenty two view. You know, the coach's view. Because when I was coaching, my goodness, it's been a long time since I coached football. When I really did the math for it, but when I coached, I love standing. You know, I was behind the huddle and then watch the offense develop from that from that view, um, in practice. And that's just the way I've always liked it. But back to that play, Ben Roethlisberger does the little pop pass to Ray Ray McLeod. So instantly right there, that's considered a pass. But they run it as a reverse, 
where Ray Ray hands the ball off to Chase Claypool going the other way. So my article at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, was about how Chase Claypool's um, yards per catch is, you know, could potentially break the NFL's computers. Because Chase Claypool didn't have a catch in this game. Yet and he had 12 receiving yards because it was a receiving play and they gained 12 yards on the play. Go go, go ahead, nerd. <laughs> you going to nerd it out too? Well, yeah, because someone hit it perfectly in the comments in your article. Oh, well, I almost commented back on it. but And yeah, I actually almost did too. Yeah. Um, and I was going to give them credit, and I forget. Was who it the was. one that was talking about the 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 limit approaching the, for the positive yes. versus the limit? See, and, that, and, that, and that's why it can't be either answer. Go ahead. It's, yes, the 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 limit, um, uh, the limit as bounded as it approaches zero, and so technically the answer was he either gained infinity yards per catch. Or negative infinity. or negative infinity yeah, because, yards per catch because you know the, the, for for someone who the math was, was just totally, teaching the, this to my daughter. I loved mm-hmm. who I, again. I apologize for not remembering who put that in there, but I mm-hmm. loved it because the math was spot on. Yes, and, and it's exactly right. Because bottom line is, for those of you that are here, you're like, what is he talking about? Um, I don't know. This is more of a stat geek. I'll probably know I'm going to talk about this on stat geek, but you yeah, can't you divide by a, you can't divide by a zero, you know. Um, like I like I explained um, to, to both to, to both of my older kids when they're doing math and they're like, well, my daughter's always like, well, which one's which? And she's talking about graphs. She wants to know about a, a, a vertical line versus a horizontal line. Well, which one is which one's undefined and which one's no slope? I'm like, well, it's all about a zero on the top or a zero on the bottom. And she's like, huh? I'm like, if you have zero dollars and you're going to split it up to five people, how much money does all five of them have? They have zero dollars. You can at least do that. But if I say, if I have $5 and I want to give it to zero people, you can't do that. You know, and that's how you remember. So it's the NFL's computers. They, they don't know what to put out. You put the number zero. That's wrong. It's not, it's not correct, but also you can't say infinity. Uh, it was just one of those weird statistical things that we pointed out that Chase Claypool had 12 receiving yards on zero receptions, which was actually just kind of fun. So, um, so yeah, because like Kathy says, um, twelve divided by zero equals question mark. You know, and and like I say, if you think of it, it would be like a vertical line if you were to graph it, um, and you just can't you you can't determine that slope. You just can't do it. So uh, we just went all nerdy there. Um, so somebody asked in the live chat because they thought maybe I was referencing the return of Stefan to it. There's not nothing was said about Stefan to it today. Does anyone really think with three games left? Oh, there it was. It was a super chat. I knew that was there. Thank you. Steel dog 88, $2 in the tip jar. Thank you, big bro for finding that put up there. He says three weeks left official. We won't see to it at all. Not official. It's not official. Nope. It's not a fit. Not but we need to think about, re, you know, but according to the Scobros. Yeah. We're not seeing to it at all. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not going to see to it unfortunately. So that's just, that's, that's just what it is. So now there's a situation going on in Kansas city. I know some people were talking about various things in the live chat when they started all, well, this is going on that they are having basically what you could call a COVID outbreak. They have put a large number of players on the reserve slash COVID-19 list. Um, 
and they're they're all from positive tests. Now there's it's a whole new protocol now. The players can get back faster, um, things of that nature. But both Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are, are now on the COVID lists. Uh, Tyreek Hill went on today, so that makes it really tough to get back for Sunday. The As kicker's is, on there, and he's out. They've Butkers, yep. So, um, bottom line is, you can't complain with all these players show up back because there's a different protocol. And bottom line is, I like that they put in a new protocol. The new protocol is basically saying, uh, if you don't have symptoms, in other words, you're not sick, and if we can confirm that you're not going to make somebody else sick, there's no reason to hold you out. You know, it makes sense. I mean, that's what they do in the healthcare field. I mean, they don't test doctors every day and things like that. They the NFL actually modeled this after after the the in general healthcare. I know different you know specific places might do things differently. I'm I'm sure Kathy could probably tell us um, things that, that that they do and things like that and um, that it's just. It, that's what the NFL based it off of. So you could see these players coming back. The thing is, what made the NFL postpone these three games or postpone this week, two of which are going on right now? Rich, do you? Money. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> true. Well, no, to me, it's, it's, I'm furious. I am, J.C. Treader's a joke. He's the president of the NFLPA, and bottom line is he used his position to try to get his team a better chance to win. He was like the only player left on on his team for a while. Um, I don't I don't think if it's the Cleveland Browns, I don't think the push would have been made. Uh, I think he's had the wrong stance on this kind of stuff the whole time, um, and I think and I think the only reason that that got pushed through, and I have no problem saying that here. So JC, you can hit me up on Twitter. I already tweeted at you before, but you should resign in shame. Because you used your power for your team, and that's not how representatives work. You know, someone that's just even as crazy as being on a softball board, I don't go in and make rules and move things around just for the benefit of my team. I have to do it for everybody. So I felt that the Raiders were really put in a hard circumstance there. They had to get off their plane, had everything messed around on them. All their travels messed up. They don't even know who they're preparing for, and good for them that they still won that game. And good for the Steelers, by the way. Uh, so that's that. So we don't know what's going on with Kansas City. But to me, the reason those games got moved, more the argument for it, was that players were still continuing to test positive. That's exactly why the Tennessee game got moved last year with the Steelers. That's exactly why the Ravens game got moved, is that they didn't know who else could possibly be causing a spread. So therefore, they didn't know that it was safe for them to reconvene. If that's the case, I'm not shocked if the Steelers game gets moved a day or two. I really wouldn't be. But there's no, there's, they have not hinted at that. That's just my own opinion. Right. Um, you think there's a chance that this game does get play, played on Tuesday? I don't see it getting played on Sunday. Yeah. So um, that's, that's the difference. Um, the Steelers don't play until Monday the next week. So that's not as terrible. But their opponent plays Saturday. The Browns play Saturday. So if you talk about the Browns, look at how much extra time they're going to get. That's that's the thing that bothers me is that the Browns are already getting an extra day. You want to give them three, you know, two more to give them three extra days to prepare than what the Steelers would have. I don't like that. Right. But but 
we'll see. Uh, it's not a definite, you know, if, if things calm down and, you know, cause I think there was seven from Kansas city today that went on the list. I think there were seven players. Um, if you see where, Oh, maybe it's another five tomorrow, but then one or none the next day then I think they're going to, I think they're going to, and I don't think they'd move it till Friday. What do you think? Yeah. They're going to wait as long as they can to make a decision. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, look at what happened to the Raiders. They were, they were loading the plane to go because you have to go the night before to, to go and travel to the game and got, and got said, Hey, Hey, hold on, hold on. So, um, so it's a possibility, something that we should be thinking about. So, um, anything else from Tennessee, the game you want to talk about, or you, because we transitioned to talk about this with Kansas city, you're ready to, to talk about the chiefs a little bit. Um, I got one more thing about Tennessee game. Okay. Because you said we would bring it up, and that's what I thought you were talking about earlier. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, the last offensive play that we saw for the Titans. Oh, yeah. Because it happened. Yeah, it, it again happened right in front of us. That play happened. And as I saw the 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 line judge come up the sideline and start to go out to spot the ball, I think I was the person in the stadium that started the booze. Because I, because I saw them come down and walk inside the ten yard line before turning onto the field, and I knew Joe Hayden had had not given up the ten yard line. And then they started showing on the jumbotron, and it was obvious Joe Hayden had not given that person even the ten yard line, let alone let them pass it. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, I loved when you know they took the measurement, and it was really, 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 really close, and. They called it short anyway, and Ryan Tannehill started throwing a fit, and then they announced it was being reviewed. I was like, you know, an official review. I was like, oh, well, that's good for the Steelers. Send it to the official review because um, that's actually going to move the football in the Steelers' direction more. So, yeah. and that's all I'll say about that. Yeah, well, and the fact that we're we're looking at it from from the from the north south angle not the east west because you think about it they talk about oh running back you want to run yep. north south you know we're looking straight down the field and we could see that he wasn't at the time but yeah. here's the thing with joe hayden on that tackle he tackled the ball yeah he, he did he he put his shoulder in there and his hands in there he didn't just tackle the man he was going for the ball not to written rip it out but to not let the ball move forward even if he had the guy going back. Yes. That's a, that's a textbook tackle. Yeah. And we had missed one of those earlier in the game where we had somebody two, two yards short and we let them fight through and yeah. pick up a first. Yeah. But Joe Hayden did not allow that. So hats off, Joe. Hats yes. off. Yeah. I mean, Joe played, he played, Hayden played a third of the snaps. I mean, we're going to talk about stuff that happened with Joe Hayden in, in that Vertex article tomorrow with uh, with Jeffrey and I. Uh, they kind of changed what he was doing because you noticed there for a while it was either Witherspoon or Hayden yeah. out there on the outside. Next thing you know, you're seeing him on the field at the same time. So uh, they their usage for Joe Hayden, um, they might have just been, hey, hey, Joe, or do you not feel totally? Because he almost got burnt on that one long pass. But yeah, my goodness. 
we got to talk about this before we, we, we roll into Kansas City. This was something you were saying that was really frustrating about the Steelers' defense, and it wasn't the way they were playing. It was their philosophy. Okay. Julio Jones went out. I was even asking Titans fans before the game, a couple of friends of mine that were at the game that were Titans fans, to say, name, name a Titans receiver. This was, this was straight from Kevin Smith in the pregame show that he asked about this. He's like, name a Titans receiver that's going to play in the game not named Julio Jones. Titans fans couldn't even come up with with that. Um, was it Racy McMath? He was the one that I think um, uh, fumbled. Uh, was one of, was was one of the names that that, uh, that was there. But but they had these guys and, and they couldn't connect with them on long passes. And but they were running the ball whenever they felt like it. As long, I don't know why they weren't running more. Um, you kept saying, "Stop playing zone." Match up man to man and use the extra guy to go stop the run. Yep. But they didn't do it. Nope. They didn't do it. So now gum, I didn't think of that. Yeah. But that was but that's not something moving forward. That was just specifically for this game. Yes. How often are you going to be going up against? Oh, I mean, you know, Baker Mayfield sucks, so maybe them, but at least he has, you know, decent receivers that you can just say, you know what, they're they're not going to be able to pass on us. Uh, we might as well just sell out for the run. That's what teams have done to the Steelers early on, and and will still continue to try to do. Right. So why not? Why not use that philosophy? That why not? I I I am curious about that one. So Kansas City, the line is shrinking. As the more players go on the go, oh, of course it's shrinking because the roster is shrinking for Kansas City. Well, I mean, look at how the line moved with Tennessee. The Steelers were two and a half point underdogs. Then it was hovering around one. By the time the game started, they were one point favorites. One and a half, depending on where you look. Depending on where you look, yeah, yeah, depending on where you look. Point, point and a half, crazy, crazy. That that I'm like, it moved that much, okay. Steelers started as 10 and a half point underdogs Sunday night. Cause I went to write the article. I'm like, you know what? Monday morning before it ran, I'm going to check the numbers. I'm going to see if they change. And they did. They changed to 10 points. You know what it is now? According to draftkings.com. 11 million. No, seven and a half. Okay. Seven and a half. So, it's funny. Part of me is like, oh, yeah, take on the Kansas City Chiefs without Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. But you know what they're going to do if they don't have those two guys? Run the ball. They're going to run the ball every play. <laughs> and that could spell disaster. But here we go. We're going to talk about this before we get into our scores. What more do you want? You got the win against Tennessee. This is the most difficult game of the season. If you win it, you put yourself not just in a really good position to 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 get to the postseason, unless you completely screw up the North end the the year. But you you there's no way the NFL could not pay attention to you if you were to beat the Tennessee Titans and the and and the can't oh, I can't remember them Kansas City Chiefs in back to back weeks that couldn't be ignored that couldn't be ignored so. This is a game, the way I look at it, you know, it's not the last game of the season, but you can't hold anything back. You don't have to worry about it. You're supposed it, to lose this it, game. 
Easy there, Dan Fouts. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're not supposed to win this one. If there's any game on the schedule, I mean, this is the biggest underdog they've been all season. If there's any game yeah. the Steelers aren't supposed to win, it's this one. Why not go out and take some chances? You know, freaking onside kick or something like that. Why not, you know, run a run a fake field goal? You know what I'm saying? I don't know if we want to do that again. Um, just yeah, let, let, let big press throw it. Snap there it. You just snap it to the holder, let him get up and throw it. Um, so something more like that. But this is a game that it's like reach into the bag of tricks, you know. And if it doesn't work, you weren't supposed to beat the Chiefs anyway, you know. And if it does work, guess what? Maybe you build some confidence that you can do some other things with this with this team. What are your thoughts? I don't care. Just win, baby. <laughs> You know, it, it, it's. I, I I love your idea. Yeah. Doesn't sound like like this Pittsburgh Steelers team would do that. It though. doesn't. No. No. Yeah. It doesn't. I'll be honest. I mean, I hope they you know come in and shock the daylights out of me and do some of that, but I don't see it. Yeah, and I'm going to get to this super chat first, but I, I got to say this, Bert. I'm not going to even bring up the comment, but I'm going to remind everyone again: Joshua Dobbs is on the is on the injured reserve list. He went on the injured reserve list before the season started. He's not eligible to return. He can't play in 2021. So, if you want to get creative with Dobbs, that's next season. It, it, yep. It's it's impossible it would it, it would be cheating on Steelers and losing of draft picks you, you just can't do that so we also got a super chat here from lifelong fan 07 said what is outlook considering all the injuries to the o-line etc thanks is that the Steelers o-line they're talking about uh I don't know because I you know I don't know anything going on with 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 Casey I to me I, I it's still about the Steelers have had struggles in the in the trenches based on players that they thought were playing the season that weren't available to them on both sides. Yep. Do you think that's fair? Yes. No Stefan to it all year. Tyson Alawala goes down early. David DeCastro, they end up having to release him after minicamp because he wasn't going to be able to play this year. I mean, then uh, Zach Banner wasn't able to, you know, he had to set back to where they had to st- start to do something else with the O-line. I don't know about you. It was nice to see the pro football focus grades. To to me, it was kind of, does this confirm what I thought I was seeing in the stadium? I thought the tackles played well. Yeah. I thought Uh, the tackles uh, played well. They did. Yeah. So, and honestly, I think I need to go back and, and, and check for sure, but I would have to say that I think Kendrick Green plays better with Kevin Dotson next to him. But we said that earlier. So, so Rich... Going into Kansas City, big underdogs. This is a hard game to call. We're not 100% sure it's going to be played on Sunday. You know, hopefully it is. We're not 100% sure who's going to be playing for Kansas City. So this one's really tough. Once again, you have you have permission to change your score in the staff article. <laughs> okay. What I want to then also want to know is, you know, typically Jeff gets the staff article ready and it would run Sunday morning. If we get an announcement on Friday or Saturday that the Steelers aren't playing till Monday or Tuesday, will we hold off on that so we can get an idea who's coming back for the staff article? Um, but I will get mine ready. Um, 
uh, right now I'm going to make some assumptions that Kansas City is going to get a decent handful of these guys back. Mm-hmm. Um, Kansas City's tough place to go ahead and play. Always has the been. The Steelers have done well there. They have. But it's a really tough place to go play. They've also gone in there and the they, the Steelers have gone in there and done okay. But the oh man, I'm trying to remember what it was because I can remember this game I was listening to on the radio. Again, when we lived in Williamsburg, I was actually out on the on the uh Jamestown ferry crossing mm-hmm. the James River. Um and the Steelers should have beaten Kansas City in Kansas City, and we did not. Was that when Ben Roethlisberger wasn't able to come back from injury and it was Landry Jones and Kansas City had a really poor record but then won like every game the rest of the season to make the playoffs? Uh, maybe. I, um, it's it's That been... would have been around – I can't remember. Um, All I can tell you is 14 that – 14 or 15. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. No, but it had been before that. You know, Might why? have been before 13. What it what and maybe before that, mm-hmm. um, only because um, I got my current Jeep in gotcha. the, in fourteen, and um, I was in the other Jeep when we were on the ferry, and I'm trying to remember exactly how old the kids were. Um, they weren't all that old, so um, those kinds of things scare me, and you'd like to think. Yeah. You know, so for me, I'm even scared if Kansas City doesn't get guys back. Do we go in and do we just go in and think it's going to be easy and lay an egg? You know, it, I, it just, I don't think there's anything with this team that thinks it's going to be easy in Kansas City. I don't think this team should ever think anything is going to be easy. They should not take anything for granted. But could they? I don't know. Um, if you're ready for my score, I'll tell you what I feel is going to end ready up. ready for your score. Now, you'll see yours. I'll then put it in the live chat for everybody else to put theirs. So load yours up in the live chat if you're ready. Just don't hit it yet. Don't hit All it right. yet. So um, Steelers fight hard, um, but I think Kansas City in the end just got a little too much offense for the Steelers to deal with. Um, I'm going Kansas City 30, Steelers 24. I'll give the Steelers I'll give the Steelers 24 only because I think they could do that. Yeah, and go, all right, I went ahead and put the put the scores out there for you all to to put them in there to bring them up. I will have to say coach Tomlin said today in his press conference when Kansas City's lost most of they've lost four games and most of was it four games? Yeah, I think it's four games. That most of the games that they've lost, I think at least three of them, their opponents scored over 30 points. Coach Tomlin admitted 19 points is is not going to win a game in Kansas City unless it's a real non-traditional game, if you know what I mean. It would have to be some crazy. Man, people were ready. I've got to get to this. Uh, well, okay. I, I will say one more quick thing. If the Steelers go plus three or better on the turnovers again, yeah, that's where I – yeah. If, if yeah. the Steelers go plus three on turnovers – then it, but then if you have to bank on that there. to win, then I'm that's a, really hard. That's really difficult to pick them to win because I wouldn't pick well, them. That's to why get I'm plus not three. picking them to win yeah. because I'm not figuring them. Oh, no, I'm agreeing with you. Plus, although I will say yeah. this mm-hmm. other games that Kansas City has lost, mm-hmm. they have been big on turning the ball over when yeah. they've lost games. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. All right, so, let's get let's roll go. through some of these. Ryan Brown, 17 16 Steelers, Boz as time runs out. Okay. Uh, Sean, Sean Manahan, um, 
24-17 Steelers. Okay, Steel Dog 88 says 28-13 Chiefs. Hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I, 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 I think we all do. I'm not blaming anyone that's picking the Chiefs. That's the logical choice. It doesn't mean you want the Chiefs to win. People that think your pick has to be who you want to win. No. Get with it. That's not how it works. No. <laughs> That's not how it works. That's not how it works. Um, it's going to be real interesting to see if Jeff Hartman picks the Steelers in this one. Uh, he's I've all my time with Jeff predicting scores. He has never not picked the Steelers. That'll be interesting. Um, Kathy Ford says Steelers thirty one, Kansas City twenty seven. Hopefully they play for you on Sunday, Kathy. Okay. Uh, BF Bud says thirty seven twenty three Chiefs. Hope I'm wrong. Another hope we're hoping they're wrong. Uh, Steeler Chick forty six says Steelers twenty eight, KC twenty four. Okay, there we go. Brian Blackstock says twenty seven twenty six Steelers. TJ stuffs Mahomes at the end to kill a late rally. Ooh, that's you gotta remember TJ Watt is going to be coming into the game not coming off of an injury and a, and a apparently hopefully healthy that you know whatever happened at the end coach Tom didn't even mention it today sorry coach Tom Lynn didn't specify that very well didn't even mention in his press conference today about any problems with TJ because you know he came out for a play or so so a healthy TJ Watt Steelers win games so that, it would be really nice, but this would be a big one. Uh, Stacy Lynn says 27-24 Steelers. Dion Eaton says 27-24 KC. Okay, Thaddeus Kennedy. Thaddeus. Wow, look at that picture. Um, you, you like that one, don't you, Rich? He says 42-15 KC wins. See, now that's that's the game that I can't that I that I don't want to see. No, I want the Steelers to, to make it close and to cover. The yep. question is, will they win the game? Because you, know, you can take you can take some stuff away from the game, even if you don't win. If you at least can get some stuff going well, what's up, uh, Thaddeus? I saw uh, your question earlier about fish. I will get in touch with you over the next couple of days here at some point. I'll right. send you a text or something and uh, tell you what's up. So good to see yeah. you out there. Good to see you out there, Thaddeus. Right, Thaddeus. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since Thaddeus has been able to join us yep. on the live chat. Good, good to see you in the live chat. Um, Steelers Pittsburgh nine to six. That would be the Steelers. Um, Micah says Chiefs 35, Steelers 16. That's a that's another lopsided one. Demetrios, I'm leaving it at that. Unfortunately, he says 31-17 KC. Um, Russ says KC 38 to 21. Okay. Um, is that is that Gene? Jean fan? Jeannie? Jeannie? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's how my mother-in-law spells her first name, and it's Jeannie. I don't know. Um, I've never actually written her name down. <laughs> uh, 30 to 27 Steelers. Good thing she doesn't um, listen to our podcast. They would have to have internet to do that. Yeah. <laughs> no one you know, 2817 chefs. That's funny. Um, I almost said yeah. chefs when I said mine. Because of the uh, great googly moogly. Great googly moogly. <laughs> Not going anywhere for a while. Okay. Uh Moneybag says, pray I'm wrong. 30 to 20 KC. Um oh, it skipped ahead on me. Patricia Castaneda. I hope I did all right on that one. 23 20 okay Steelers. Okay. Faustino Flores says if Tennessee can whip them, why not the Steelers? 27 24 Steelers. That's a, that's a, I, I like that. Um, outside Steeler fan says, good guys, 38, Kansas City, 36, Boz with game-winning kick. I think you're right. I think the Steelers are going to have to put up points. I think if the Steelers want to have a chance to win this game, I think they need a non-traditional touchdown. They need a special teams or defense or yep. defensive touchdown. Uh, you know what? Good chance. You know, um, is, is what is, is what it's going to be. Um, 
Mark Tobin says 30 to 21 Steelers win. Um, most toes. Oh, that's how I'm going to say it. 35, 21 KC Pitt gets behind early as usual and can't catch up. Kansas city coach Tomlin mentioned that today. They get up on teams early. They, they jump up 10, 14 points right away. He says that, and that's key that they can't let them do that. Lifelong fan. 07 says 17 to 10 Steelers. If Kelsey and Hill don't play. Okay. I can see that. Um, do, 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 do. You're welcome. Kathy um, BMK bully mob kennel. Yeah. Uh, was, was messaging him while I was sitting in my seats um, a little bit during the game. 24-21 Steelers. Hopefully Najee has a game and keeps the ball out of Mahomes' hands. That would that would be nice. I yeah. tell you what, I'm not looking for Dodson to be back this week, but if he was, I, I think I, I, I think that would um, make a make a difference. Uh, Steelers freak says 21-14 Steelers. Ben rushes for three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love this those those kind of predictions. Um, I'm looking for, okay, here's one. Uh, Richard Adamson says Steelers 35 chiefs, 21 with help. Um, with help. George Teston says Steelers 24, 15. Okay. Um, that would be a, it, it would be a huge win for Steelers. Uh, Berto, uh, Tavares, Thought he was heading out, to, but it's good to see him still here. Overtime, 20 to 27 Steelers. It's only one problem. You don't win can't by keep, seven in overtime. You win by seven in overtime. Yeah. Oh, so seven. We'll, we'll, we'll amend that for you. It's either 21-27 or 20-26 to because they don't kick the extra point if someone scores a touchdown. Um, Jesse Moreno yep. says, uh, we win 28-27. Boy, that would be a good one. That would be a good one. Um, still looking to see if there's any more. You guys are really coming through with a lot of scores here tonight. That's great. The truth is 26-24 Steelers. I think they specifically had their had their uh, screen oh, yeah. name be that just so just so I had to say it in that way. That, that's a good one. Um, uh, looking, looking. I think that might be it. Uh, there's it, one. Is there another one? If you uh, if, if you got oh, I hadn't made it that far. Um, they're getting. I. I'm not even going to try. You're allowed to mess. You're, you're allowed to mess that one up bad because of the score they put. Exactly. They said Chiefs 33 to three. Um, that would that would be a wake up call. But Steelers don't need a wake up call now. They need to get out there and get stuff done. Um, G's NSOM um, 27-24 Steelers. No, 24-20 Steelers. You can't read. I can't. You know what? I was. I can't read. I'm I'm trying to look at what did he say? I was trying to go from memory. 24-20 Steelers. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Huh. So uh I think that's all someone said. Chris Jones hasn't played for a while. He's supposed to be back this week. Um is another one of those things. This is a this is a tough game. This is a to 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 call because you don't know who's playing for Kansas City, but even if they're missing guys. You still don't know how the Steelers are going to play. Mike Tomlin admitted to get today. He's like, we haven't played well on the road. They've got to play well on the road. They've got to go into Kansas City day after Christmas. Hopefully it's the day after Christmas and, and give them all they've got. This is what's so neat about this game, in my opinion. If the Steelers win this game, then they, they just seem like a different team. Right. Even if it's an ugly win, because that just even if it's another ugly win like they had last week, you're like, hey, this team is finding a way to win at the end of the season. That was a problem last year. They had some ugly wins 
in the middle of the season, but then they just couldn't find a way to win at the end. So find a way to win if you can, but more importantly, go out there and, and, and play hard, give it all you got. So um, I'll have my prediction on the Steelers preview on Thursday. Um, make sure you are checking everything out. We shouldn't have any change of schedule the way the holidays falling. Um, I'm not hundred percent sure about what's going on with the, uh, Tony in the six pack, if he might be going at a different time on, on Christmas Eve or something else, but we should have a Christmas day show with the blokes. Cause it'll already the be blokes, because they're past it'll Christmas. Be, it'll already be the next day. I don't know that's if they right. do boxing day in Australia or if that's a Canadian thing. I can't remember where that, where, where boxing day is, which is the day after. So um, that that'll be interesting. So just remember this, this team beat the Buffalo bills to start the season. They beat the Tennessee Titans last week. They're capable of grinding out these games. We'll just see if they can get it done this week. Rich, what do you want to say to send us out here? Hey, I hope everybody out there has a great Christmas. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, because that's definitely happening before the Steelers' next game. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly <laughs> when the Steelers' next game will be, but it will be after Christmas. We know that much. Um, so, um, I hope everybody gets the opportunity to enjoy some time and hopefully on the day after Christmas, we can enjoy some Steeler football and extra, extra, extra much want to come back and breathe in that sweet smell again next week. And you know what I have to say about that? Yeah. Can't wait. Oh, how it rips me, but love makes me live for tomorrow